What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and her mother-in-law. Happy fucking Monday. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you had a great weekend. We're ready to rock and roll. We'll hop into it. What are you grateful for today? My pool. Ooh, that's a good one. It's been very hot. Yeah. And I've been very much so enjoying it. Love that. Love it. You know what I never understood? What? Well, that's a lie. I slightly understand. But like a heated pool? <sighs> but I get it because some days it's like way too damn cold. And if you want to just knock it up a tiny bit. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I also think like heated pools, maybe you get a little more out of the season with. That's but so true too. I also feel like on days like where it feels like a hundred, why the hell would you want to go in a hotter pool? Like you're going in there right. to get refreshed. Right. So I agree with you. Although when I was a kid, I remember my mom getting a solar cover and oh. it would just attract the sun and warm it up a tad bit in the beginning of the summer. Because yeah. when you first open it, it's quite Eesh cool. Freezing. Yeah. So I do like... Perhaps maybe one day, if anything, a solar cover. But yeah. I would never pay to have a heated pool because I feel like the summer gets hot real quick. Yeah. And then you want to be refreshed. Well, I guess you could, you don't have to turn it on, right? Like on the days where you're like, okay, we don't need it. Yeah, but I'm sure it's an uh, investment too. For so sure. It's like I'd rather have a solar cover that I could just roll up, you know. Alyssa was just talking to me about the amount of scam Look, pools. And they're they're faking it like it's right here. Look, watch. Watch. Watch it, somebody. Hello? Hi, Grandma. Hello? Hello, Alicia? Hi, Alita? Yeah. Hi, good morning. My name is Richard from Calciana Record Line. We're just following up a request. It was written on a website, autoinsurance.com. Inquired about auto insurance. I already got new auto insurance. Thank you, though. Would you be interested to compare rates? No, I already did that. Thank you. Can you take me off of your list, please? Sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. That's what it is. Your name is out there. My... Oh, <laughs> you guys. And I'm sitting here, take me off your call. Yeah. List. I'm like, shit, I'm talking into her microphone. Sorry, guys. It's so, I don't mean to, I, w- I don't mean to be rude to the guy. I feel kind of bad, but like, I I got new auto insurance and I must have like put my name somewhere on a website. I don't know. You know what it is? They fucking get you on these websites. Like, get your quote and then you hit a button and then it like makes you do it again. And then it gets you on all these damn websites. And now I get calls five times a day. I'm not even kidding you guys. About yeah. auto insurance. Um, yeah, they're getting out of hand. And that also could have been a scammer too. Yeah. Being like, oh, I saw you were checking for auto insurance. You want me to compare rates? Here, give me all your information. Right. You don't know. Be careful, man. I know. But now Very they're doing careful. it where the number, it doesn't even come up as a real number either. Right. It's like V765, all these like random numbers and letters. I'm like, how? And it's not coming up as scam likely. They're like beating the system or something. It's so annoying, especially during like everything that we're going through with like the house and so many things. I don't know what's important or not. And when it comes up a local number, you're thinking it right. could be something to do with the house. Right. And then the there you are trying there, to... Like, you <laughs> They're doing it in the mail now, too. Really? I got one yesterday. Oh. It said, 
oh, your warranty, your car warranty, call us. This is your last chance. Da, da, da. I'm like, really? Paper in the mail? How do these places not get caught? That's absurd. Anyways. I always, every time that I actually answer it, because I, I, I will. <laughs> but that's it. You have to follow up with a please remove me off your call list, mm-hmm. you know? And even, like, emails. If you get emails, just unsubscribe because somehow, yeah. like, they sell or they, you know, mm-hmm. they swap emails to – they sell your emails to other companies. I just have to unsubscribe. Yeah. Because it's it's annoying. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And listen, to all the salespeople, uh, like, telephone, telesales, yeah. like, I am – that's what you do. That's fine. But – it, it gets to a point where it's like enough is enough. Yeah. You know? I love messing with them, though. That's also my favorite part. <laughs> the other day, I did it again to somebody. He's like, do you have a Honda? I was like, no. Is your name Melissa? Yeah. You have a Honda? No. What do you have? A Lambo. <laughs> Hangs up. Uh, They're like, wow, she's That's a my favorite. She's just messing with us. Yeah. I love when they realize it. That's shit. <laughs> Anyways, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for um my family. Aww. I unexpectedly went on a little weekend getaway and it was so nice. So I I it's what I needed. You guys heard the episode where I was just like not having anything. And so we had a plan. It was my dad's birthday. And he wanted to go to like this wolf tour thing. So we had bought tickets for that on a Saturday. Drove there, hit an absurd amount of traffic. Come to find out it was called, my friend messaged it to me. She's like, oh my God, it was the worst day to drive in Manhattan because it's called the Blocks. Party of Summer. No, no. It's like Party of Summer or something where a few Saturdays in the summer they do a massive block party. And shut down streets. Oh, I love she's it. like, it's very fun, but it's the worst time to ever drive because all the street, everyone's getting rerouted. Right. So on the way to the Wolf thing in Jersey, we hit so much traffic. The Wolf thing was really cute, though. Um, we got to see wolves. Um, we got to see uh, a lynx, which is one, of, which is what the animal that just got out mm-hmm. over here on Long Island. <laughs> and then um, we saw what else did they have? A fox and a um. What's the vicious little cats? A bobcat. So they had a bunch of that. It was cool. It was like a husband and wife. And when she would like call all the wolves' names, they would all howl. It was cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So that was fun. Um, And then we drove back and hit a shit ton of traffic again. It was like absurd, right? So the day before that, though, my parents were like, yeah, we're going to stay with my aunt and uncle. They rented like a lake house for the week and, you know, dad's off this day, whatever. We're going to go. And they were like, you should you you and Zane should come. Like literally the day before we were leaving for the wolf thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is very last minute. But also I looked at my schedule and I was like, I am Frito and like a lake house sounds kind of nice. So Zane ended up not being able to take off of work. He had too many things. It was too last minute. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll go. So we, my dad didn't want to take two cars to Jersey. Mind you, Lake House was in Pennsylvania. We were like halfway there. <laughs> but my dad, I'm like, it's your birthday. If you want to take two cars, that's what you want to do. It's fine. So we all drove and then we drove all the way back. And then we got in the car and drove all the way to Pennsylvania. Uh. <laughs> but so we leave at 9 p.m., right? By the time we get back, we're like, oh, we'll breeze. We'll breeze through. 
when I tell you we sat in four hours of traffic, we were, we should have gotten there in like two hours and 30 minutes. Four hours it took us at 9 p.m. There was an accident. There was construction, like everything under the moon. It was so agitating. So we didn't get there until like 1 a.m. We walk in. My aunt sprawled out on the couch with the TV on. She's trying to wait for us. She's like, what? What? We like woke her up. I walk into my cousin's room. He's on the bed asleep with his sneakers on like this. I'm like, what the hell happened in here? But um, anyways, yeah, we got there. It was gorgeous. We stayed on Beach Lake in Pennsylvania um they're still there for the whole week but we just stayed for like two nights and then left but it was really nice i got to hang out with my cousins we went out on canoes barbecue um just chilled out it was a real it's a really nice like chill vacation i actually think you would like that spot so there's two areas of it and one of them is actually dog friendly it was so cute that somebody had their dog like running in the lake and like running out and he was like hopping he was having so much fun yeah i was like and it was like quite affordable like I think because uh, one of my aunt and uncle's friends came and they rented a cabin next door, not like the big house that they had because they had a lot of people. But if you just rented it for like a few people and dogs, I think it was like 175 a night. You can use the canoes. You can like barbecue. You walk outside. Like, you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. You pay uh, what $300 a night in New York City for a little tiny hotel room. You know what I mean? Like right, to stay on right, the lake. Right. You could bring your dogs. Like, That's cute. Yeah. I think you That's you would really because you love like nature and shit like that. You yeah. would have liked it. it was peaceful. You go out on the little boats. It was Aww. nice. Everybody goes yeah, I outside. I saw the pictures and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is so sweet. And then Zane asked me something, and I'm like, why did I assume you were just with Alyssa? Like I just assumed you guys were. Together. I wanted him to. He couldn't. <laughs> and. um yeah, I, I saw your little pictures. I'm like, oh my god, it's so sweet. And then you, your dad with the bear. The, that picture was so yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah, but he had a great time. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, no, we had a lot of fun. It was really nice. Me and my dad. One morning, we just went out, the two of us, on one of like the rower boat, and there's no like motors on that lake. You're not allowed. So everybody's like all like manual, which is cool. Me and my dad just went on the rowboat for like two hours. We like went out really far. Oh, we came out. Yeah, yeah, it was like really nice and relaxing. It was really nice. Um. But yeah, that's really it. Beautiful. It was fun. And then I drove home last night and we hit nothing. So it made up for it. Got home, got home real quick. That's that's the worst thing. Like, Ugh. you know, like I've been saying it with like when we went here, it's supposed to be two hours and it took us six, you Ugh. know. So yeah. I, I, traffic is like, oh, yeah, it kind of ruins the trip, but I not know. so like, I mean, Ali and I would just put the music on and sing and have a good time. But yeah. I just feel like, oh such a uh it's just a stop a it's the stop and go stop, stop and go, and go. it's yeah. very frustrating such a nuisance you, you want to just keep going like everybody just drive <laughs> but if it's not like traffic from work then it's either construction or an accident you're always stuck in something there's yeah. just no avoiding it well so yeah that was nice and relaxing i feel refreshed beautiful yeah that was nice love that except i don't know how people do it for a whole entire week because well, I would need to like leave and like go somewhere because you just sit and eat all fucking day. It's all you. It's you. It's all you do. And then you, you sit go outside on the canoe. and you sit on the canoe and then you go out and you go and eat again and then you have a hot dog and then you have some chips. You just keep eating. If you're not eating, you're drinking. If you're not drinking, you're eating. It's just a lot of sitting around and eating. So I would like to like there was like a cute little town that I would like to go to, but we were there for such a short amount of time, so we right. just chilled. But 
a whole week, I definitely would need to like get out of there a little bit. Go for a walk. Venture off, yeah. Yeah, exercise a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because in the canoe, I mean, you're doing it all with your arms, but I mean. Like a walk. Yeah, that would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it was gorgeous. The sunset was stunning. It was a really nice time. I enjoyed it. It's fun to hang out. I was telling Zane yesterday, I'm like, it's fun to hang out with my cousins because, well, A, I don't have brothers. So to have like a guy my age that's like family is nice to like, I don't know. It's like a brother figure, you know? And I grew up with my cousins. Like we were so close. And then as you get older, you know, you don't talk that much anymore. But like I got to like actually hang out with them and like talk with them. And like my little cousin that was like my little baby, like he was so little. And now he's like 15. You know what I mean? Like man. So it's like nice to like reconnect. Mm-hmm. And like even, even my cousin, when we say goodbye, he's like, don't be a stranger. I was like, Mikey, like we're the same age. Like we were BFFs growing up. So it's nice to like reconnect and just have that like, oh, I have them, you know, mm-hmm. like don't forget. So it was nice to like reconnect with my cousins and family and stuff. Not that I'd never seen them, but it's like holidays here and there. Right. It's not like a connection connection like we should have. So you and Mikey are the same age. He's a little bit younger than me, okay. but basically, yeah. You guys should have, like, date night every now and then. Date night. Well, you know what I mean. Like, make a point of hanging out outside of just yes. holiday yes. desserts. Yes, yes. I know? need to go over my cousin's house more because, yeah, it's it's a nice um, – I'm lucky to have that in my life. That's beautiful. So I shouldn't, like, take it for granted, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Aw. Yeah, that was my weekend. That's what I'm grateful for. My we little weekend that. getaway. Yeah, it was nice. Beautiful. Because my intuition was like, oh, my God, that's a lot. We're going to go. We're going to drive back. We're going to drive there. We're going to come back in two days. Like, that's a lot. I was like, fucking go. And then you did it, and it was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It was really nice. And that's all I've got. Okay. Ready? I don't have much. Okay. Except today is eight years ago that we adopted my RJ. Oh. I feel like a lot of animal things have just happened. Bella turned 11. Benji turned four. (laughs) Benji's getting old. Four? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And then we got RJ eight years ago. Zane and I first started dating. That's what we would do, you guys. We would go drive to the shelter just for funsies. (laughs) And then we walked out with one. Because I couldn't resist. He was a cute fucking puppy. And he literally is my best friend. Yes. Like, through all my surgeries, you know, like after the surgery, they're like, you have to get up and move every mm-hmm. 15 minutes. And I would just, you know, I have that long ass hallway upstairs. Yeah. And he would literally be just by my side. You. Like I could just like <laughs> lean on him literally if I walk. But you see, I mean, if I get up, if I'm on the couch and I get to go to the bathroom, he gets off the couch and follows me. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm in my bed, like he'll wait for me. Yeah. And then when I come back down, he's there for, like, yes. he's just... He's my companion, and yeah. I appreciate him. Yeah. He's he's a he's a best dog. Aww. He's my best doggy. I mean, I love Mimi too, but RJ is just a special bond. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely intuitively with me mm-hmm. through my surgeries and healing stages. Like yeah. he just knew, you know. So Aww. he would always stay by my side and stuff. So it's cute. Grateful for RJ. I am grateful for RJ. <laughs> I should have been grateful for RJ today, but <laughs> I was grateful for my pool because it was it's yeah, been that's hot. A good, so that's a good grateful. Yeah. I know. You know, people say that they don't like cats because they don't do shit like that. But like our cats are like that, too. They're at my ass all the time. They follow me everywhere. Yeah. I mean, so like I have two of them like that. You know, I have pretty kitty who is up my ass. <laughs> if I sit at the kitchen table, she tries to jump on my lap or wherever I go. She is. But yeah. then also Frankie at night. What the fuck? As soon as I lay down in bed, he like goes on my night table and he just like headbutts me. Aww. 
And I'm like, oh, Frank, not now, please. <laughs> but Frank, Frank is the same way. If he hears me come down the hallway, he'll like run in my room. Yeah. But and our cats t- come to the front door when we open the front door and come home <laughs> like a dog. So cute. I know. It's so cute. But people are like, I don't like cats. They don't do anything. They don't care about you. And I'm like, no, that's not true. No, they do. Cats are just yeah. much more independent, you know, than dogs. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I love all animals. Where you, oh would God, you say would your a zoo? <laughs> would you say that your cats were more like um, personable before you got dogs? Baby boy, yeah. 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 See, that's what Zane and I are having in the discussion. Like, one day if we do get a dog, I'm scared because our cats are like, I don't want to make them feel like pushed to the side, you know? Yeah, no. I, well, I'm, I don't, mm, no. Because if you think about it, baby boy was always a scaredy cat. So uh-huh. maybe not. But yeah. I, I just go back to the days before I got sick when baby boy was always near me all of a sudden. And yeah. it was weird because it was like he knew something yeah. was wrong before I knew something was wrong. Yeah. But um but if I really think about it, he was always kind of like a skittish kind of okay. like hide cat. So yeah. maybe not really. I do. I did. I mean the same thing when I had Zane and got pregnant with Amon with Amani, I do feel like a like I yeah. So I, I mean know I what cried. You're I cried when we got Benj. Because I felt bad for bad Bella. For Bella, right. Yeah. Right. So I, I understand because I went through that with the kids the same way. Yeah. But I, I don't know necessarily. It, it took a while for them to get adjusted. But, yeah. I mean, they all kind of get along for yeah. the most part. Same with Bella. Bella's always been like a to-herself kind of cat up my ass. Like, doesn't really like anybody else. So I'm actually proud that she, like, comes out. She's very, like... She was just standing there before was she? I was looking at her. She's very, like, uh, makes her presence known, even though she, like, doesn't really care for the other cats. Her and Bailey get along fine, but she doesn't care for Benji, but... And if he got a dog, maybe she wouldn't get along with the dog either, and maybe yeah, she'd hide she, a little more. But know. as they get used to it, she would come out. Yeah, that's a very, very, very down-the-line thing, but it's just a discussion. <laughs> it's like very, 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 very down the line. <laughs> Dogs are so much work, man. So much work. They are, but even my aunt and uncle, they have uh, dogs at home, and one of them was like coughing, and they were like worried sick about it. And it's like you're so far away. I mean, they had somebody come to the house to watch the dog, but it's just like you could bring your kids with you, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they're both a lot of work. It's just a different type of a lot of work. It is, yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Anyways, um, we're gonna just do some classic advice today. Okay, and this one has you written all over it. Because the font is really fucking small. (laughs) Am I going to read it? Let's see. Question slash advice for friendship. Hey, y'all. First of all, I love your podcast and videos. Um, I live in Hawaii. Anyways, it's going to be a long one. So... My best friend and I met in high school when I transferred high schools. We met because we hung out in the same area. She's a year older than me. Long story short, she saved me from committing suicide. Like literally, I was going to take a jar of pills and she went into my mouth and took it out because my boyfriend and I broke up and caused a lot of drama. She graduated and moved with her family to a different country. So we always had long distance friendship eight out of the nine years of our friendship. Next year, we'll make 10 years. We grew, had our ups and downs, been there for each other through college and life. She came down in 2018 to stay with her sister for three months, 
and they had a falling out where she had to stay with me and my family for a couple of days till she can go back to her parents in a different country. Her sister was physically, mentally, and emotionally abused. Her, um, oh, her sister abused her? Mm-hmm. Is that what she's trying to say? Yeah, I think. And only used her to watch her new dog. She was there for me when my strained father died. My father did something wrong to me when I was four to five years old. And last year I got a call that he died and I signed papers. So last year, BTS had a concert in LA in November and we went, got tickets and booked the trip for 10 days. A week before, she broke up with her LDR boyfriend. That's like Mormon, right? Uh, Yes. Uh, Of four years. Do mind that we have the time of our lives on that trip. We both needed that trip to finally find ourselves and breathe. A week after returning from the trip, she lived on the East Coast where I live in Hawaii and she finds a new guy. Do you think she doesn't want me to say Hawaii? No, she wanted you to say hello. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, She finds a new guy, and yes, I got jealous because she had her life together and has a boyfriend. I told her I felt, and then we had a serious conversation in March to the point where in the past nine years, we talked almost every day and week, and now we talked less than five times in almost two months. It's really messing with my mental health. She was a person I run to for literally everything, and now I can't. It feels forced to talk to her, and it honestly felt like she chose her boyfriend of six months uh, over our friendship. I am very protective of people that I care about and it feels like I'm second place again. But I feel guilty because I met new people and when I do things, it distracts me and I feel free. Like, I hate to say it, but in a 1% felt like she was holding me back. Like, I missed the conversations that we had, but she turned her back on me. The time that we talked was one word of three sentences and ever since the trip, our friendship went downhill. We had plans to be with each other Oh, to be each other's maid of honor, each other's godmothers, each other's kids' godmothers. And I was going to put her in my will because I have no siblings and no one besides my mom and her. Um, we were going to be neighbors and live in the same city or state for once in almost nine years. But now all of that had to drop because she has her boyfriend of six months. I told her some of my darkest secrets that I thought I would take to my grave. And I know some stuff about her, too. Do you think that our friendship is worth saving? Like, I want to save it, but yet I don't. I need advice. Thank you. Um, okay. My gut reaction is, unfortunately, when you have a friendship that long, lives change and sometimes you're just not meant for each other anymore. You grow up and you grow apart. I mean, you guys are physically on opposite sides of the country. Yes. For eight out of the nine years of your friendship, if I'm if I remember correctly, like yeah. y- you've been apart for so long, and I understand like you've, been you've confided together, yeah. in her. You had all these dreams. I had the same sort of dreams with my best friends growing up. We were going to be each other's maid of honors and each other's kids' godmothers. None mm-hmm. of that happened. Oh, None I've had those it. conversations. <laughs> That's too. what I'm saying. None <laughs> of it happens. I think it's a normal process. You as you go through those kind of difficult teenage high school years you you do confide you find that best friend you you think they're like you're forever ride or die and sometimes they're not and that's okay and like you said i mean you feel like she was a little bit holding you back you've met new people now yeah i think let the relationship just go on as it is i don't think you necessarily need to end it or fight for it I think she has a new man and she's busy with him and you should be happy well you said you are happy for her right but um 
you know, I, I understand it. You feel like, damn, she just forgot about me. She got a new man. But yeah, she's growing in life, right? You have, she's, she found a new man. She's busy with her things, you know? That's all going to change. That's all part of the normal life. You grow and people change. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think just leave it as is. Mm-hmm. Talk occasionally, you know, let go of where you were, that, that memory of where you thought you'd be with her mm-hmm. and just accept her and your friendship for what it is now. Except that she's not the version that you have of her in your head anymore. Right. She's not that person anymore. You could have great memories with her, great conversations, deep conversations. Mm-hmm. But that's just not what it is anymore. Right. And there's and, nothing wrong with that. That's and okay. you never know. Like, maybe down the line. Like, I, I talk closer now to some friends in my past that I... We had a great relationship. We had a falling out. And then you start talking again. And it, it's, you'll understand. I mean, you I'm sure you've heard us read emails where people are like, all of my friends are getting married or they all have kids and where am I? Like, you know, it changes, you know? And it's just like Alyssa said, you know, just accept the fact that your vision is different mm-hmm. than the reality right now. I'm know? a big believer in everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is just the path that you're supposed to be on. So try to sit with that and just really accept that. Okay, this is happening because it needs to happen. For whatever reason, the friendship was good for what it was. But for whatever reason, we're on different paths. It's not working out. And that's good for me right now. This is what's supposed to be happening. So therefore, it's good for me. And you'll see. You'll become stronger, better, different, learn new things about yourself. Maybe you were too attached to her. So now you can be your, your own person a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. I think that it'll, it'll be good for you. And eventually, maybe not right now, but you will look back and you'll be like, oh, you know, I'm glad that that happened. I'm very glad that mm-hmm. that happened because I am who I am today and I'm a better person because of it. And it was good. It was a good run for what it is. And that's it. Keeping friends in your 20s is very hard because everyone's on a different path. People are moving out of the country. People are traveling. People are working a full-time job. People have kids. People have houses. People live in apartments. People live in New York City. People live in the suburbs. People are married. People are single. People are going out to bars four times a week, and people are sitting home with their cats. 20s is very interesting. (laughs) It is. And especially being friends for that long, it is hard from high school to stay friends with someone because life Life is so different for everyone in your 20s. And especially being physically so far away. Yes. You know? Yes. So far away. I and mean, then, I find and then it the hard. pandemic. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's just so many things. Yeah. yeah. I, like Alyssa said, everything happens for a reason and just, yeah, grow yourself. Like, you know, and yeah, you'll be fine. It's hard, it's not easy. It sucks. You said you guys used to talk every day. You went on a great vacation and then life changed and it's sucky. But at the same time, like it's bound to happen. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. people are going to come and go a lot in your life. Yeah. And they're going to find mates and then be -hmm. busy with them or Mm -hmm. a new job and be busy with that. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. Or like maybe happen with her. Like some people would just wake up and be like, oh, I want to settle down. Like I'm ready for a different life. Mm -hmm. You know? True. Or like, Very oh, true. I want to start a new life. And then you're like, whoa, this is like not the path for me. Like, this is like too different. And then you just aren't friends anymore. Yeah. And that's okay. I agree. Just move on. 
what's meant to be will be. Is that a song? I don't know. Oh, she was just singing a little jingle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jingle, jingle. Okay, what should I do? Oh, that's that word again. <laughs> I remember we looked it up. I think it's like, well, we were schooled on it. Anyway, it says, hey, y'all, in my eyes. <laughs> we were yins. Yeah, we looked that up or we were educated on it. I think maybe it's a way that they say like y'all in. Why do I not remember that at all? It's, I mean, see, now I got to look it I'm up. Or, it, all right, it. you look it up. I don't know if it was an Australia thing or a Pennsylvania thing. Isn't that so completely different? Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> oh, my God. I was right. Well. Yins. Yins. I okay. grew up going to Pennsylvania a lot, and I never, I never heard, heard somebody that. say that. I wonder if, is that the correct way of saying it? Yins? I mean, that's how it's spelled. Yins? Yins? Wait. Yins. Yins. Okay. Hey, Yins. That's so. I've never, I don't even recall us even speaking about that. Is that fucked up? That is fucked up, because it was a whole big thing. I don't remember. That's how I remembered Pennsylvania. And I only said Australia because I remember some of the words from Australia. You have like, good memory, though. I have, like, memory loss. I don't have good memory. Well, I guess certain things. Isn't that silly? Certain things just stick to you. Yeah. Because why would I remember that? I don't know. I Pennsylvania re- specifically? I can't even tell you the last three episodes that we did. I would have to look at the calendar. See, I feel like I'm like that, too. Okay. Somebody reached out to me yesterday. and was like, oh, listening to the podcast today. And I was like, like, I don't what remember was it about? what it is. Yeah. I know. It's terrible. Yes. Same. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Hey, Yins. I love you ladies both so much, and I wanted to hear your advice. So I'm a Tinder girl. What can I say? I have a little... I have had little luck and fun in finding men on there, surpri- surprisingly. Somehow, I have the Tinder premium, and I have no idea who pays for it. I think I used a gift card for it. But it still works, and the gift card is long done. But I have no clue besides the point. Oh, I have no clue. Besides the point, I was on it, and I saw my coworker. <laughs> <laughs> I work at a daycare. Sorry, scroll. I work at a daycare, and he is one of the only guy coworkers. Super sweet and cute and with the kids. Once even the ladies at the daycare said, he's going to make a great dad, and he's so good with the kids. Aww. Well... He swiped on me on Tinder. I like him, but I don't know if I should do it since we work together at a small daycare where everyone knows everyone's business. Oh, and I forgot to mention, he kind of is like my boy's boss because he got promoted to an education specialist. We are both in college. Uh, we are both college kids here for our summer jobs or maybe to date. Any uh, advice? I need help. Much love. Shoot your shot. Why not? Is that illegal? What? To date, like to hook up with your coworker? Or your Is it illegal? Boss? No. Is it frowned upon? It probably could be frowned upon. They're, this is like a summer job. This is a summer yeah. job. They're college kids. Go for it. Yeah. I think in like corporate America or something, it's like if you upon. like sleep with your boss, that's like a problem, no? Right? Every because then because then if it gets out then it could be like oh they're putting so and so above because they're sleeping together yeah like they're treating them better because they're mm-hmm. sleeping together yeah but you know I I say just go for it I mean that's Jerry's this is version funny of it. I wonder if he realizes does he realize that it's you he has to right I would unless assume he, he like, does just started working there and he doesn't like put two and two together or unless he's like been I. 
I don't know. That's why I'm t- I just go for it. I say go for it. I mean, unless this is like a career. She said it's a no, very it's small not. daycare. So he knows. Everybody knows everybody's business. He knows. It's it's a small little thing. I It's not corporate America. Right. I wouldn't think it's a major big deal. And you college kids. I say go for it. I didn't know you can give a Tinder gift card. That's actually a really great gift for single people. They don't have to pay for it then. That's kind of cool. Wait, I didn't realize you had to pay for Tinder. Tinder premium. Every app has like a free part. And then if you want like, like say, probably like if you want to see, I don't know, like people that have swiped a view, but you haven't swiped on them yet. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like extra it's like a little premium. perks. Yes, okay. like extra okay. perks. Yes, yes, yes. Like okay. there's a free version and then there's probably like a version where like. You could tell this bitch never been on a dating website, right? <laughs> I don't know how it works. I only know because I did Wait, the Wait, what do you Bumble do? You BFF. swipe right if you like somebody or you swipe left? <laughs> I think it's right. Swipe right. I think it's right. Okay, yeah. swipe right on him. Just do it. He already swipes on you. Right, so just do it. See, that's what I think. Like she can see that he swipes on her. Whereas if it's free, you only see if somebody swiped on you if you swipe on them too. Uh, but versus oh, like if you pay so for it, you, you can, can go see who's interested in you and just go through them instead of swiping and hoping gotcha, that you match. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. That's to my understanding at least. Ah. I've never been on Tinder, obviously. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. I say go for it. Let Why us know not? how it goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need your opinion slash advice. Hey, girls, let me just say you're one of my favorite podcasts, and I love listening to it. Thank you. I live in Peru, and since it's currently winter, I've been listening to your podcast more than ever. Well, I'm writing this email because I need your opinion slash advice on my love life because it's pretty bland right now, and I have no clue how to make it more interesting. Tinder. No, okay. Recently, about two and a half months ago, I ended a relationship that went on for more than a year. It was an ex, and we got back together, and things were pretty toxic, and things didn't end too well. Anyway, I think it's safe to say that I'm currently over the situation and managed to move on way quicker than I thought, and I'm truly happier and more at peace than I have been in a long time. However, my love life feels super bland because I normally always have a crush or something that makes it more entertaining, yet right now I feel like I have no game and I don't know how to flirt because the only guy I had to, quote, flirt with for like about two years was my ex-boyfriend, and that was easy because I knew he really liked me. I'm scared of making the first move on guys because I don't want to be rejected. Currently, I do have a crush, but he's younger than me. And even though he looks older, I swore that I would never like someone younger. But here we are. I have heard that he's kind of interested in me. But at the same time, I've also heard that he's kind of talking to someone. But it's not really serious either. But I'm scared of making a move because of that, even though he knows I like him. Also, there's this other guy from my grade that treats me really well and is so nice, but I just can't get myself to be more interested in more than a friendship with him, even though I think he might like me. He's liked me in the past, and recently, he took me out to dinner. Right now, though, I really don't want anything serious because I'm leaving to university in about a year, planning on going to Australia, and I do want to be single the rest of the time that I've left here. However, I want my love life to be a little more interesting, at least a little sneaky link or something. (laughs) At this point, I'm just bored, which is why I'm writing this email to you, lady. Ladies. So how do you suggest I move forward slash do? Sorry for making this so long, and I hope it's understandable. Love you guys. 
She's so cute. She's like, listen, I want to be single. She's like, I want to be single, but, but I, I want a friend. She wants a friend with benefits. That's I mean, that's what it, sounds, what it like. sounds like to me. Mm-hmm. And if it's not necessarily benefits, she just wants that little flirty aspect. I say, girl, go do it. But you how? Know, uh, well, all right. Her biggest thing is, her, from what I'm getting here, is he likes me. And that one, I think he likes me too, but I have a fear of rejection. You're not looking to get married, have a serious commitment right. over right now or anything. So what if he rejects you? Like, right. don't take it personal because you're not in for the long haul. Like, just let that be your sneaky kind of flirtatious thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Put that red lipstick on those high heels and go flirt and mm-hmm. just do your thing, you know? Um, I would say get out there. Like, go have a nice beverage or two at a bar, you know? And, like, just chat to people. Yeah, Start flirting. I mean, you're leaving to university anyway, so... It, I, you have nothing to lose. Yeah. Especially since you don't want a committed relationship. To me, that's, like, easier. You know, if you're looking for somebody to settle down, get married, that's a lot more difficult than just going and, like, flirting. Man, just be a tease. Tease them. It does sound That'll like she needs fun. a Tinder moment. Not gonna lie. Tinder it up. <laughs> Correlates Swipe great right. last email. <laughs> Get on twin- Tinder Premium. Ask him, is your birthday coming? Ask somebody for a gift card. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you just want to have some fun, so just do it. Apps, go out, whatever you got to do. I agree. You'll naturally learn how to flirt. Liquid confidence. Go have a Bev. <laughs> Does wonders. <laughs> Not that I'm encouraging alcohol, but... That's exactly why I said... If you're lips- of age... But that's why I said lipstick and high heels, too, because I feel like women automatically lipstick, high heels, a beverage. I think you like you feel like I walk in the room, all eyes on me. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, like I think it's a great thing. Just do it. Yeah, Yeah. just do it. Okay, help relationship advice slash support. Please read on the podcast. Girl, we got you. Uh, what's poppin', ladies? First off, I am absolutely obsessed with, obsessed with you two. I have been watching Liz since the start of the reno in the apartment. Jerry, you remind me of my mom, and it makes my heart so happy because you have the same attitude and personality as her, and it makes me relate to you so much more. Aww. Thank you. Um, now let's get into it. I'm 19, and I live in Pennsylvania, and I have a rough time with my current relationship, and I am... In- in need of major advice and support. I've been dating my current boyfriend, we'll call him JJ, since February of 2022. We are coming up on five months together, and when people say someone can show you more love in four months than someone else in four years, it's so fucking true. Prior to this relationship, I was in a very toxic and abusive relationship. It got to the point that he would take my keys and lock me out of his house anytime I would try to leave him. It took me five months to grow a set of balls and leave him for good. Ever since then, him and his current girlfriend, which I may add, was one of the many girls he cheated on me with um, for six months, have been stalking me both online and driving past my house and my job. My question is, how do I open up to the man I am with now? I have never been so happy and in love as I am now. I always have had a problem when it comes to showing emotion and opening up about how I feel due to be qual- due to being called crazy and pathetic for showing my emotions in my past relationship. This man truly has brought me out brought out the best in me and I feel 
that I am just te- tearing him down with tearing him down with me over something he didn't do. He always says he will be by my side through thick and thin, but what if it gets too hard for him? My parents are my parents and 16-year-old twin brothers have pointed out that they have seen such a happier side of me since I started dating JJ. And I don't want to ever go back to the dark hole I was in. If you made it this far, thank you so much for taking the time and reading and responding. Any advice would help me so much. With so much love. It sounds like to me he's aware that you have this kind of mm, trauma from your past relationship. And it sounds like he's very accepting of it. I don't think you have anything to worry about. About like in a sense like you're going to send yourself into a cycle of getting mad at yourself for being that way. But just be like, oh, he's he's okay with it. He's he's, you know, okay with accepting that, you know, I have some trauma in the past and maybe I'm going to be you know, a little bit um, harsh at times where it's not needed. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he's okay with that. So don't beat yourself up for feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, you want to grow. You want to like not treat him, you know, as if he's going to do all those horrible things to you because he's given you nothing but love and respect. So I think, you know, you need to... I don't know in what way, but maybe if you need, if it's that extreme, if you need like to talk to somebody, if you need to go to therapy or whatever the case is to just get it off of your brain. Um, But it sounds like he's very supportive of it. And I think that you beating yourself up over the fact that you're feeling that way is just going to send you into a cycle and you're just going to be mad at yourself for being mad. You're going to be mad at yourself for the way that you're acting Mm -hmm. and it's just going to send you into a loop. So maybe talking to somebody about it or talking to even him about it Mm -hmm. and just getting some reassurance in that, you know, listen, I'm sorry if I maybe don't trust you a little bit or if I'm a little bit on edge. I just have some trauma from my past. But, you know, I love you for accepting me for who I am. And thank you for like helping me like work through this with me together. Mm -hmm. He sounds like he's pretty good mm-hmm. that was kind of like a rant i mean if he's bringing out if your family your parents your your twin brothers are saying like they see you in such a, a better way now like you're happier i think that's speaking volume of his character you know to pull you out of that dark place i don't think reflecting on listen and i know it's hard because i still do it to this day but reflecting on the past um Letting that past relationship dictate who you are today is a terrible thing. So, like, I have so much trauma from being told, like you were saying, like you were told you were crazy and you're pathetic for expressing those feelings. So, of course, you don't want to show them because you were once told that it was sort of wrong and you were pathetic or crazy for doing it. So, of course, that makes you hesitant to do it. But don't allow that ex to control, like, today for you like allow yourself to be vulnerable to the new one allow yourself to express your emotions to your new one because he's not your ex and it's just like when we talk about like cheating right I was cheated on so any relationship that I got into I would always worry am I going to be cheated on kind of thing and it wasn't fair to my current partner so it's not fair to him that you're holding back because of what your ex did to you so I would just I would just do it and see how um, his reactions to it even say like I I don't feel like I could be open openly vulnerable to you because in the past relationship I was and I got shit on. So 
baby steps, you know, like I, I would be, I would be, I would start being vulnerable by telling him that you're afraid to be vulnerable, that you're afraid to express your, your deep emotions and stuff like that because of your past and see how his reactions to that are. I'm sure it sounds like he's a gem and I'm sure he'd be willing and I'm sure you would feel much better. And I think it would then just come organically and you'd feel better about it. Can I also just add something? Yes. That she's I 19. Realized. She's 19 and they have been together since February of 2022. You guys have not even been together for a year yet. You need to you you need to give yourself time to heal from that situation and get to know this man more and date him more and you're going to naturally just feel more comfortable and confident in it and those feelings will not will naturally go away eventually. I don't know how long it'll take, but time heals. So give yourself time. There's no need to rush into anything. You're so young and you went through an awful thing. Your heart will heal eventually. It doesn't need to happen overnight with a new man. I mean, your heart grows. I don't know if it heals because I still have so much trauma that's never completely, you know. Well, you're you're healing it now. You're working on healing it. It'll never be healed, though. Like, I think it's just like if you take a glass plate and you smash it on the floor and you glue it back together, it's still cracked. It was still broken. And I think that's the same way with certain traumas in your life. It's like you can grow from it and deal with it in different ways, but I, I think that's always there. You know, in cer- certain things, I think that's always there. I think it's just like etched. It's etched in your brain. It's etched in your heart. And yeah, I think it just, yeah, I think it's easier. Like time doesn't, it. time makes things different. Because, like, I'm not healed from my mother, the loss of my mother. I never will be. But time definitely changes how I respond to it. If that's I guess a I mean heal it. in a way, like, you grow from it and you... Yeah, grow. Grow is, like, like a good But word. I don't mean heal completely. Like, it's not going to ever just go away. I mean, like, your heart heals a little bit, you know? Yeah. I don't mean that, like, literally, like, it's never, ever going to come up ever again and you're never going to think about it again. I just mean, like you heal a little bit and it gets a little bit easier over time. Yeah. That's all that I mean. All right. Um, but I hope that, you know, this is the right man for you. It sounds like so far so good. And I think you're so early in that even he's already treating you that way. And I think that's a lot of like great signs. I agree. Yeah. Okay, uh, relationship advice slash sex advice. Uh, hello, beautiful ladies. I've been a longtime listener and absolutely love this podcast. First time writing in because, well, I need your advice. So I've been in an almost 10-year relationship with my boyfriend, but I feel as though instead of growing together, it feels like we're growing apart. We've been together since I was 16 and now I'm 26 Things have been great, but within the last year, I just feel like things have changed. I feel like we're going downhill, and that worries me because we are still young and not even married yet. This has made me doubt our future together, and I feel so guilty for feeling this way. I love him with everything I have and absolutely love his family. Like, literally couldn't ask for better in-laws, but I feel like I am supposed to have the, quote, when you know, you know kind of feeling. The past few years, he has been such a negative Nelly. He doesn't really see the good in things and is never optimistic. As for me, I'm a positive Polly. <laughs> I've never heard that. Neither have I. That's really cute. <laughs> Negative <laughs> Nelly, I've heard. I've never heard yeah. of a positive Polly. That's, That's cute. That's really cute. That reminds me of Polly Pockets. 
Uh, I see the good in everything, and I always say, well, on the bright side, blah, 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 which sometimes makes him mad. He comes home from work and stays on his phone while watching videos and such. He tells me that he is sorry, but it's his, quote, decompressing from work time. I understand, but what about me? I would love if we can have some genuine conversations. I should mention that he goes in and out of depression, which has been one of the hardest things that I have ever dealt with. He will not get help, even though I begged him for about two years now. He relies on me to help him through it, which is fine, but I wish that he wouldn't be so stubborn and get professional help. Trust me, I've made appointments and he never shows and ends up burning those bridges with doctors. He's, his family says that I'm his angel and he has even said that he doesn't know how he would get through his life without me. I do feel like I help him get through it, but it frustrates me that he won't get help for himself. It takes a huge toll on me and I was very close on getting help because I was mentally drained. Also, this past year, my libido has been so low and he finds this incredibly frustrating. When I don't make the move, he gets mad and tells me I'm not attracted to him anymore. This makes me really sad because I love this man and of course I wish my libido was higher so I could be horny, but I just can't. I don't know if it's because of the doubts creeping in or not. I feel like a failure because I'm not fulfilling my man's needs. I've mentioned getting some lube and toys and a vibrator, but he finds it all offensive. I've tried talking to him about all this before, but he's the type that would just be like, if you're not into me anymore, then we just need to break up. He isn't the kind of guy that will listen and talk things out. He just closes up and moves on. He's been this way throughout our relationship. I dislike this about him and I wish that he could change it because it would be a game changer in our relationship. I wish that I could open up to him and he could listen, but I now, but I know that he never will. I don't think that he would try and improve our relationship like I would like to. I wish that he would prioritize our relationship, but I don't think he ever will. I know he loves me and I love him and I need your help with what to do with my hard-headed man that is so stuck in his ways. So what do you think, ladies? Should I try and fight for this relationship? If so, how? Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, my gut. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know Alyssa's going to come. Well, I don't know what Alyssa's going to do because sometimes she catches me off guard, but I'm going to say... <laughs> Full surprises over here. I'm going to say... He doesn't like talking. If you're not into him, you should just break up. Like, he's not willing to get help. You know, like, what are you getting out of this relationship? That's what I want to know. Because it feels like you're giving in, you're giving in, you're doing, you're helping him. You're doing this for him. And you can't even get a, a conversation. Like, I feel like relationships need to go both ways. See, in the beginning when it first started, I was like, oh, they're having like a seven-year itch. You know, they're in, their, they're in that, um, what do you, roommate situation. You know, you need to spice it up. But there's key elements here. Like, you can't even have a conversation. Like, he, I, I think those are like major things that, you know, and because you're not horny, like, in my opinion, it's because you're mentally exhausted and oh, drained. that's 100%. And then, How like... How can you be attracted and want to have sex with somebody that's treating you that way? You can't. And then he gets mad? Like, he gets mad. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> and I don't know. It makes him mad when she says, well, on the bright side... That's what I mean. <laughs> Come on. I think you know. I think you know. 
I think, listen, I think 10 years is a long time. You love his family. You love him. It's hard. But he's clearly, clearly not changing. You've asked him to change. You've talked to him. You, at the very end of the email, said you know he will never change. I wish he would prioritize our relationship, but you know he won't. If a man is not prioritizing your relationship and taking the time to have a conversation and I I want to say I feel like oh my god a fucking another scam call like I could kill these people. I also want to say too that I feel like um I see her in this email doing the thing of almost like oh well but I love him. And I just wish he could change this. What you wrote in this email is everything about this man. It's not, oh my God, he's so amazing, love him, but he hates my brother. It's not that. It's, I just wish he would change this one thing you're saying, but he doesn't talk to you. He comes home and sits on his phone. He goes through depressive episodes. He won't go get help. That's who he is. There's not, oh, I just wish I could change this thing about him and then he would be great. That's who he is. Because, I mean, maybe I'm missing something, but you didn't put in here that, you know, um, but he'll come home and he washes the dishes and he cooks for me or he'll, you know, make sure that I'm feeling really happy before he vents to me. Like, you didn't really put anything in here that was like a great trait about him which makes me think that you don't even feel that way because you didn't even think to include that in this email and I think that you need to almost like in the nicest way possible like reality check yourself of like this is not one thing that I need to change about this man this man is just not who I he need grew him to into be somebody like she said they- he's been like this their whole relationship but- at 16, maybe her views of what was important right. is changed, right? We just said that. Like, as you grow, right, from 16 to 26 mm. is a huge difference. Like, huge, right? So if you're in love at 16 and, and as you start growing and changing and everything else, like, you morph into somebody differently. You love the idea of your relationship succeeding and working and being happy and healthy, but it's clearly not. So I think it's, like Alyssa said, time for a reality check. Realize that the person he is now is not what you want in your life now. Whether he changed or whether you changed, you guys are... Sorry, that was very rude of my computer. Um, Whoever did the changing, you guys are just not on the same page. And I definitely don't think it's a healthy... Like, she literally said, like, um, I would love if we can have a genuine conversation. You can't even have a conversation with your man of 10 years. And, he, and I don't like the, if you're not into me anymore, then we need to break up. That's just gaslighting so hard because he's not doing a lot of things that you need to be fulfilled in the relationship. And then he's like, well, you're not into me, so that's why we need to break up. And it's like, no, that's not it at all. Yep. And his family calls you his angel because you're the only one holding him afloat because he can't he won't fix himself and it's not your responsibility not. i mean and they're making be a supportive like mate of course you're his angel because you keep him in check you keep him going and that's not your responsibility and think of how mentally draining that is like no wonder you have no libido like that's a right. mood killer right, right there i mean if you're always like feel like you're second fiddle you're always 
you know, second to him. Now he has to come home from work and he has to decompress and be on his phone. And it's like, like you said, what about me? I mean, that opening line, like, what about me? It's it's kind of really shitty that you feel like that. He has said that he doesn't know how he would get through his life without me. That's how you treat somebody that you don't know how you would get through life without them. Yeah, it's your. Yeah. If he cares about you, then you need to sit him down and say it in a way of like, this is now affecting me. And if you care about me, then we need to fix this. Because now I'm not happy at all. So if this is not fixed, then yes, I will go. Yeah. I He's not, he, in my opinion, if that was to happen, he needs to fix himself first. He needs to go to therapy. He, he needs, needs to go to, to get, couples therapy and hear it from somebody else, but he won't go. Well, that too. But I think he needs to fix himself. Like you said, he has these depression, depression and he needs to work through that because it is, it's bringing you down. It's, it's ruining your relationship, but Sure, like Alyssa said, have a have a meet a meeting, <laughs> have a conversation. Like this is making me not who I am or not who I want to be. And if it doesn't change, then I gotta bounce and see what his reaction is. Because it agree. seems to me he might be like, "Okay, bye." Yeah, he's also probably sounds like he will gaslight you. And make you feel really bad or like guilt trip you back into the relationship. And I think that you should hold your ground. Just be aware of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Aww. Because you don't know what you have until it's gone. And it sounds like he is not very grateful for what he has in front of him. I'm sorry. It, yeah, this one's. That's tough. That's very tough. Because it's tough I can, because you've been together for so long and your high school sweethearts. I mean, I don't family, know how you met, but yeah, the family. I remember, I remember being with Dave. Not that I want to turn this to me, but I remember being with Dave and wanting to get out of the relationship with Dave and staying longer because his family was my family. They loved me. I loved them, and it was like, at what sacrifice though? You know, like, yeah, everything else is great, but the relationship with him is not. So you need to do for you, you know? And if he's not willing to change and get the help and go to therapy, work on your relationship, then there's no real relationship there. If you're not feeling happy, content, fulfilled, or anything in your 10-year relationship, then in my opinion, that's not a relationship, you know? Yeah. And sure, try. Yeah, like, my immediate thing is throwing the towel, walk away from it. But, I mean, Alyssa's right. Sit down, have a conversation, go to therapy, go to couples therapy. If you want our relationship to work, this is what you got to do for it. You know, and then see, see if he takes you up on that offer. See if he actually commits to it and actually goes to the appointments that you make. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I just want to correct myself too, because she did say things have been great. But within the last year, I feel like things have changed. And then she said at the bottom that she's just, he's just been like uh, closed off with like talking or listening and just moves on. And he's been like that the whole relationship. He doesn't really talk out his feelings. Mm. So things she said things have been good until she feels like a year ago things have changed. In my opinion, communication is the foundation of a relationship. And if he doesn't get deep, yeah, that's tough. I mm. would have that harsh conversation of like, listen, this is your ultimatum. Things really need to fucking change because I'm not happy. And if he cares about you, hearing those words out of his mouth, out of your mouth saying, I'm not happy in this relationship, that should really strike a chord with him. 
And if it does not, then he is not the one for you. Right. Right. First and thing. I agree with you, Alyssa. I do think he's going to be, I, I think he's going to gaslight you. I think he's going to guilt trip you. And Yeah, maybe not gaslight, but he'll definitely guilt trip you. And I think you definitely need to just hold your head high. Be You're 26 years old now, and mm. you know what you want. You want to at least be in a relationship where your partner has a conversation with you. And he's not even giving you that. And if he's not willing to try and work on that, then sayonara. I feel so bad. Yeah, this is a tough one. I'm really sorry. Like, you could tell. And I also feel that you are um, a helper by nature. Mm -hmm. Like, she, she's giving and she's helping and she lets him decompress. And she understands. Like, I feel like she would, like, say something and then be like, but I understand. Like, she's compassionate. That's the word I'm looking for. Like, you're compassionate and you like to help and you're wanting to help him. But at the same time, that's not your job. If he's not willing to get the help... Like, you made the appointments, he didn't go for them. You know? So, like, you're doing as far as you could do. What's that expression? You could lead the horse to water, but you can't force Make it to drink. drink. And it's like, that's it. You're trying to get help, and he doesn't want it. So Just really nervous that he's going to... This is going to sound really harsh and sorry, but almost like a... You know, like, I can't do it without you. That's really hard. You know what I mean? It is. And he, I feel like he would do that to her. He's going to immediately go into that depressive, dark state. Right. And he'd be like, no, like, I'm not doing it without you. Okay. And and that's when you call somebody. His parents. Yeah. His parents. Um, a lot of people will say that. I know. They that, use yeah, I know. I'm trying to say like that without crutch. sounding harsh. Right. They use it as a... Um, a guilt trip. Yeah. Don't allow it. You know, don't allow it. Don't fall into that. Uh, yeah, I think make his family known. And then if it needs to cut ties, you cut ties and you go away. And you, then you did what you had to do on your part, you know? Eesh. Okay, I think we can end it there. Sorry for you. I wish you I the know. best of luck. Yeah, for real. Update us if you want to. We're here for you. We'll listen to you. And I hope it goes well. And I hope that if it if it ends, I hope that you realize that you deserve much better. You deserve someone that is attentive and listens to you and is there for you and cares for you um, and is willing to listen and seek help if need be and is open to all of that. So I, I hope for that for you. And I think too. you will find it. Me too. And you're not responsible. And you can't find it if you don't break away. It's a fact. You know? Don't say just because you've been together for that long. Right. That doesn't mean And I feel like a lot of people do. Well, listen to one of of those last emails. Yeah. Somebody can give you love in four months that you never had in years. Right. So. Yeah, she's comfortable. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Time to change. Exactly. We love you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Happy Monday. I hope you have a great rest of your week. We can't wait to talk to you all on Thursday. If you want to, if you don't want to listen to advertisements and you want to listen to us early, you can get it. There's a link down below. It's $2.99 a month and it helps support our podcast and we appreciate all of you. And rate us on Spotify. I see there's a lot on there. You guys are doing it. Yeah, That means a lot to us. So thank you so much. It's a click of a button. It's very quick. Just hit. We only accept five stars. Um, so just go on there. <laughs> hit five stars. 
<laughs> Otherwise, don't. Okay? Otherwise, don't even think about it. No, I'm just kidding. We want your honest feedback. Okay, thank you guys. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.